If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to <laughs> Frank and Beans, the podcast. The sex and relationship podcast. The podcast about sex and relationships. About fucking <laughs> and kissing. And smooching and... <laughs> And what else? Butt stuff. <laughs> no, and butt stuff. Yeah, we do. We do do butt and stuff. love, and also love. Yeah, we we don't really talk about love too much though. We don't. Maybe how much we hate it. How much it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> love is dumb. Love is dumb. But I am Beth, and I'm Brian. And love is stupid. No, we're love just... is. <laughs> <laughs> I love my dog very much. I love whiskey. I love you, Brian. I love you, Beth. But in a platonic way. Absolutely. If this is your first time listening, Beth and I are not banging. (laughs) We're just the dang old bestest of friends that ever was. Yeah. And we just love to talk about this stuff because it it encompasses a lot of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Furthermore, I'm in Kansas City and Beth is in North Carolina. I am in the great city of Waynesville, North Carolina. (laughs) So, at any rate, uh, that was our intro. <laughs> yeah. What an intro it was. But like it. if you missed the last episode, which apparently you didn't because it was wildly popular. <laughs> yeah, we got so many listens on that. It's it's a little bizarre. Yeah, it was weird religious sex practices. Which there are some weird ones. And we didn't cover um, Mormons. Whoa, you're right. Yeah. So maybe there's Shit. a part two out there, or maybe there's... Um, maybe that will be like a weird its own episode somewhere down the road. There's enough weird stuff to make in an episode. A one hundo, like every single one of those. There could have been <laughs> one just on Christianity, one just on Judaism. Like we, I just picked apart. That was the like most time I've ever spent researching an episode. Yeah, and it's hard to fit all of that into... An hour-long episode, so... A hundred percent, yeah. There's a lot of weird shit out there, ladies and gentlemen. Frank's so and ladies. Much. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, while I was doing research for that episode... Oh, well, I'll get to that. I guess that's our, our topic for this week. But um, while we have you, we'll remind you that if you just love this show so darn much, uh, we have a Patreon where you can become a sponsor. Yeah. That helps us to keep the show commercial free mm-hmm. for your also. Ed- yeah, also you know it's it's cheap to do a podcast, but it's not free. Exactly, uh, this does cost us some money to do. Um, so yeah, we would like to recoup some of that money. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that would be great. Um. Also, yeah, again, it helps us to keep. We have commercials from time to time. You will notice, but um. It's nice to have it without commercials. So be a Patreon sponsor, which is www.patreon slash Frank or dot com slash Frank and Beans. The words Frank and Beans, mm-hmm. a lowercase. And for as little as five dollars, you can get a beer crack in your honor. Like <laughs> like that. Yeah. We we could be saying your name and dedicating that to you. Right now. Yeah, we could send you a cheers via yeah. podcast. We will also do a beer crack in your honor if you 
put up a nice review about us on your preferred platform that you're listening to us on, whether that be iTunes, if you are just browsing through Facebook, which I highly, my sister doesn't even listen to the show. And I was like, just follow the Facebook because she sends me like relationship memes all the time. And I'm like, yeah. our Facebook is lit. Just yeah, if you don't even listen to the show, which I get if you don't want to listen to me talk about sex because I'm your sister, but <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, and she was like, yeah, you were right. This is worth a follow. It's lit as fuck. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, I, our Facebook is at 950 likes. <gasps> It'd be nice to get up to 1,000. Please. That seems like a really good milestone. Help us get to 1,000. Help us get... Tell your friends. And like, like you said, even if you're not... Um, if you don't listen to the podcast, which I don't know how you would hear us talking about this right now. Um, but if you are listening, recommend it to your friends. Just the page. It's, yeah. it's good enough. Just the page. If they don't want to listen, they don't have to. Share a meme. Mm-hmm. That helps us too. Ooh, I would like that. Like, if you submit a meme to us and we post it, we'll do a beer crack in your name. Fully. Yeah. Submit to us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com your best sex and relationship memes. Boom. I like that. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, that's the letters FNB, like Frank November Bravo podcast at gmail.com. And while you're there, also send us your show ideas, your questions, your comments, your queries, your correction corners, because I had a couple of those last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think the biggest one was um, that Rome is actually in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Also, that Hank Hill was not, in fact, Beavis and Butthead's neighbor. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, real quick correction corner. There was one that I had from the um, contraceptives episode. Uh-oh. Um, okay. Where I was talking about uh, knocking the ring out. The ring, um, I guess, secretes, for lack of a better term, um, hormones and whatnot so that you don't get pregnant. So even if it does fall out, like, if it's out for 20 minutes, it's not going to... Okay. Yeah. You can still pop her back in and she'll be all right. Or even not, you know, because it's it, all of those hormones and whatnot are still going on to make sure that pregnancy does not happen. Well, I know, but it has to be in there for a certain amount of time. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's a window there, but yeah, yeah it, the correction was that you, just because she's it's not inside of her doesn't mean that it's not working. Well, at that time, you can still put it back in. Fair, yeah. Yeah. Probably should have put it back in. You probably should. Yes. <laughs> you probably should not wrap it around your finger like a you rubber know- band gun and shoot it across <laughs> the room. Yeah, I would say <laughs> nine out of ten doctors do not recommend <laughs> that you right. do that. No. The other doctor just... The other doctor is like Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this topic this week, there's a couple of dedications that this goes out to. Um, One is our good friends, Zach Slusher and Ray Porter. (laughs) Yeah. Because they were inspirations. Ray Porter is one of the best comics in planet Earth and this galaxy and everything in between. He's such a good guy, too. He's so great. Uh, yeah. But Ray, Zach, 
I, oh, and Ray's roommate, Tori Garcia, who is one of my doggone favorite people in the whole world, we went to Altercation Comedy Fest in Austin. That was a burp for the record. Um, yeah, take a drink. To drink. Um, we went to Altercation Comedy Fest in Austin, Texas two years ago, and um, we kissed our way all through Austin. We kissed every object, every thing on the way. Every item while we were there, we were in the Museum of Weird. We kissed the, um, remember the Little Shop of Horrors, uh, the monster, the plant monster? Yeah. We kissed that. We kissed Predator. Oh. I mean, there was just so much. But kissing. So this this, this episode is dedicated to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also listen to Zach's show, Trash Blood Horror Cast. He's also a very funny comic, so... Also yeah, absolutely. Zach, if you ever have the chance, but and we've had we've had both Ray and Zach on Frank and Beans. That is true. Yes, yeah, Zach. They've each been on one time. Mm-hmm. Great, both great episodes. Zach is going steady with Zach Slusher, and mm-hmm. Ray is dating with a disability. Part two. Yeah. Both Actually, really fun episodes. Yeah, Ray is in uh, Phoenix this weekend. I saw that with Lou, who was on that episode with him. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, just having a dangle good time. Good I don't deal. think he'll still be here by be there by the time this uh, this airs. But anyway, the point is kissing. Talking about kissing. We're talking about kissing. First base. I mean, we all do it. We all enjoy it. We oh, the other dedication. <laughs> The other dedication <laughs> for this episode <laughs> just reminded me of this. Okay. The other dedication to this episode is the man, the myth, the legend, the greatest of all time, the goat, Tom Brady. Oh. <laughs> after this episode, after hearing this information... Uh-huh. I do not want to hear one more goddamn word about Tom kissing his son on the mouth. Okay. It's a sign of affection. He loves his son. And when you hear the origins of kissing, you will understand why it's not weird. Okay. So, Tom Brady. You'll, you'll have to remember to come back to that once we've uh, unveiled yeah. all this information. Oh, you will all understand once you hear all of the information in this episode. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> Kissing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all do it. We all enjoy it. We use it as a sign of affection for those we love platonically and those we love romantically. Okay. It can be a simple way to say goodbye to your friends or it could be as intense as foreplay. I like it. Yeah. Kissing is a huge part of life. No, yeah, absolutely. I'm a big fan of kissing. Yeah, I like to kiss. <laughs> I like to kiss. <laughs> I like to kiss. Yeah, we kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Probably we, on the first date. Oh, we kiss. Okay. Oh, we kiss. Not each other, but we <laughs> right. <laughs> we definitely kiss. Okay. We kiss. We kiss so much. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so much kissing. <laughs> But Brian, why do we do it? Well, why do we kiss? Where did this ever come from? It, it is strange because I mean, 
it's it's one of those things. It's like who decided that the color green is called green? You know what I mean? Right. Who who decided that green is green? Right. This is kind of one of those things. Um, but a 2015 cultural study shows that fewer than half of 168 cultures studied included a concept of romantic kissing. Hmm. 168 cultures. 2015, how- that's not that long ago, yeah. No, no, that was five years ago. Um, yeah, interesting. I, I want So, I mean, I don't know how many cultures there are. Right, and I don't know exactly what they mean by cultures. Is that like American is all one culture, you know, is that? Sure, like- and we have all these historic cultures as well. Right. So, I mean, 100, 168 sounds like a lot, but it's probably not or maybe say, it is i would say that it, it is probably like they probably broke down 168 cultures of like existing humans i would say gotcha so yeah they concluded, about, yeah yeah they concluded that 168 cultures have a concept fewer of romantic no, fewer than half of 168 wait a minute okay so maybe 168 is the whole right Whoa, like maybe that's so- all the different cultures Gotcha. Of romantic kissing, that is. So, Mm -hmm. kissing was also completely unknown to some cultures in Africa. Like, basically, all of Somalia Mm -hmm. was, like, had no concept of kissing whatsoever. In the Middle East and then in South America, there were not in all of those cultures, obviously. Sure. But there were some cultures in those areas that, like, there was no concept of kissing whatsoever. See, I, I mean, that's so foreign. I, I mean, pun intended, I guess. But, like, um, kissing just seems like a natural thing. Like, your parents kiss you when you're a child. You right. know what I mean? It's right. such a natural thing. Like like it said at the beginning, you know, it's a, it's a way, it's a sign of affection for those right. that we love platonically or romantically. I kiss my parents still, like... Yeah, you not, know. Yeah, like you kiss I love you my kiss parents. your dog. I'm sure I've kissed your I dog. I kiss like, my dog. <laughs> you kiss my dog because too. we kiss. Oh, because we kiss. We okay. kiss. Got a lot of smooching going on on these here lips. Okay, but um, if kissing is a learned behavior, mm-hmm. they say, and that it's sp- they say that it's a learned behavior and that cultures spread rapidly like it spreads rapidly through culture right mm-hmm. so cultures spread rapidly due to colonization over time right so mm-hmm. you know like you see things in south america that they did in spain because spain took over you know a lot of south america that's sure. why like you see christianity and things like that like so but from early on you see kissing in large largely populated cultures Mm -hmm. but you'll see different forms of affection in more remote cultures like native cultures like think about like literally the word eskimo kissing yeah eskimo kissing is like that rubbing noses Mm -hmm. and oh my god who is it that who is it that does oh jay shenoin (laughs) oh my god jay shenoin is one of my favorite comics he does this hilarious bit about like <laughs> going to a Weird Al concert, <laughs> and like there's like a mom and a son just like Eskimo kissing for like 15 minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I won't ruin the bit, but there's uh. other things that other cultures do that are like the kissing of their culture, like 
Eskimo kissing, you know, like no one ever like went and took over Eskimo cultures because it's not like a prime real estate property. Sure. That's why yeah. that's how it just remained Eskimo kissing. They rub noses because if you start locking lips, then you run into like a Ralphie tongue on the pole situation. <laughs> <laughs> you can't kiss when it's below zero out. <laughs> Makes lips sense. We'll be together forever. But huh. uh, murmuring in a baby language is huh? another thing, which I've heard people baby talk each other, and it makes me fucking vom. Uh. <laughs> 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 or calling a partner names of love, which I do. Like, I'm babe, 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 babe. Sure. Like, that's, yeah. And then there's just, like, many other ways of touching, you know, like holding each other, and I don't know. It's just, like, there. It's it's nonstop, but... It's a learned behavior that they say comes through culturally. Makes sense. All right. So psychiatrist Neil Burt believes kissing developed from kiss feeding. Oh, God. This is so gross. Which is exactly what you're thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Mom chewing up food and spitting it into baby's mouth. When they were weaning on the, weaning them on to solid foods, this makes sense because you know Gerber wasn't a thing in the 1900s. You know, eighteen hundred, eighteen, fifteen hundred, twelve hundred, eleven hundred. Like you had to somehow get your baby to get onto some solid food, right. and you didn't have a fucking food processor. You couldn't make your own organic baby food, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you had to chew it up and spit it into your baby's mouth. The weird part is like how that becomes now a sexual thing. Right. You know, like having your mother chewing up food and spitting it into your mouth. How does that become an intimate act? I mean, well, to be fair, like eating for me can be an intimate act. So yeah, like it's don't not get too me far. Wrong. Yeah. It's Me not too swirling far-fetched. my tongue around a, a swig of Merlot is mm. right. Biting into yeah. a juicy, bloody steak—that's mm. a piece of chocolate. Just right. So it's maybe it's not that far removed, and maybe that's where we kind of have um, the war fetishes. Yeah, like yeah. why food fetishes are like such a thing. Could be, yeah, because mm. yeah, I'm not into it, but you know. No, I mean, I'm into food and I'm into sex, but normally separately. Separately. But so, also yeah. I'm very like, I hate messes. Mm. I hate anything sticky, yeah. foodies, like uh, bacteria. <laughs> I'm just like, so No, you would think that kissing would gross me out, but it doesn't, obviously, because, and we'll learn a lot about more why that is uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm. But they say that young lovers exploring each other's mouths with their tongues felt the ancient comfort of mouth feeding uh, <laughs> and an infant's searching tongue movements, helping them to increase their trust. Interesting. So when an infant would be like looking for the food that its mom was spitting in its mouth. Yeah, that's when tongues got involved, huh? Oh, God. It's so gross. Oh. I'm just having a, like a, 
<laughs> existential <laughs> crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, that's interesting though, because like they, we we still have a lot of things that are implanted in our brains from our ancestors. Um, one of the biggest things is like people who will gorge on fucking food. Like if there's food in front of them, they will eat everything. And that comes from our ancestors who might kill a deer. Well, they didn't have refrigeration back then. You had to eat that whole fucking deer or it was wasted. So you would sit down and you would feast. Um, also just every time I eat basically. (laughs) <laughs> See, but, but right but that might be like an ancestral trait that you have yeah. to where it's like and, and then plus you know you and i grew up in the time where it was like clean your plate finish your food you know so. right like we were very poor kid syndrome where it was like eat because you don't know when you're going to be able to eat again mm-hmm. so like yeah, if you had food you better eat it yeah, yeah. and that's the thing that kind of sticks with you it's yeah. passed down from your from your ancestors for sure maybe but this also- is part of it so yeah. I mean, I, I, but I don't know. I've never kissed somebody in search of food. Like, what no. are you hiding in there? What are you hiding? Well, it's <laughs> never been like I've never been that like ugh, like super <laughs> like shove tongue down throat like gross. No, like, a little tongue is fun, but like like when someone's like eating your face, it's just so gross. Right. We'll get to that. <laughs> they did not. They did not get their heaping healthy <laughs> food right. for their. Right. When they Maybe were that's young. the explanation for bad kissers. It's like, are you hungry, dude? Uh, like, or, or Maybe girl? Maybe they were you know. weaned off the breast too early. Yeah, and now they're they're eternally searching for food in other people's mouths. I fully think that they're the bad Ugh. kissers. Gross. Yeah. Okay. So in the animal kingdom, other species nuzzle, lick, and kiss, and kiss, and bugs even touch antennae. Antennae. Oh, that's sweet. It's kind of cute. cute, right? Yeah. Like bugs are like, oh, I love you. Oh. Like I know um, my dog kisses me on the face all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I love to kiss his little nose and we oh, just snuggle. He's such a sweet boy. <laughs> he's so good. I love him. But um, most other primates use kissing as a form of conflict resolution or bonding rather than foreplay to sexual intimacy. Ah. That's the, I, I mean... You know, are we that different? Yeah, when you, get no. in a fight, when you get in a fight with someone and, you know, okay, you kind of smash it and you work through it. Yeah, you kind of kiss well, them. Uh, yeah, or, you, you know, like, there's some type of... Hate fucking? Oh, I right. mean, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the quickest way for me to just get over it. Just hate fuck you and then just... Then right. it's over. And then it's over. Mm, yep, yeah. smash it. Yeah, no. But bonobo apes which are our closest genetic match, actually do, were found to, like, in the wild, kiss and make up after arguments. That's sweet. It's kind of cute. Every, yeah. We can take a, take an example from, how did you say it? Bonobo apes. Bonobo. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's how I say it. Some people say, like, bonobo. Oh, bonobo. I don't bonobo. know. I think it's I like... like so I learned, we're going to go ahead and di- dissect for a second, like that people in the Midwest tend to put like the emphasis on vowels at the beginning of a word. Uh-huh. Like, you know how before I moved to to Kaluuya? Uh-huh. Or no, we put it on the end of a word. Okay. So like Chicago, 
or right. in the middle or end, like Wisconsin. Like, uh-huh. like those are like we put the emphasis on the vowel in the middle if there is a middle vowel. Mm-hmm. Like bonobo. Okay. Bonobo. Like the way I said that. But like, like, like Kulawi, like people in the South put theirs at the beginning of the word. Mm hmm. Like Atlanta. Okay, like, fair. Yeah. So, how like, did you say, how did you say Kulawi before you moved there? I used to say Kulawi. Kulawi. And that's how I Kulawi. would say it. Yeah. There's a like, Kulawi, yeah. A Kulawi or Kulawi um, near me. It's either in Arkansas or, I'm sorry, um, Kansas or Missouri. Really? But a Kulawi? Yeah, huh. yeah, spelled the same way. Um, I just wonder how those folks say it. Do they say Kaloe or do they say Kaloe? That's like, okay, in Louisiana and in Texas, there are two cities that are spelled almost the exact same way. Mm-hmm. One in Louisiana is pronounced Nakadesh. And then in the same, almost exact same spelling in Texas is Nakadoshis. Gotcha. Yeah, isn't that weird? That is weird. But yeah, literally almost the exact same spelling. It's like one T difference in the middle somewhere. That's like a irrelevant T. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say a T wouldn't make that much of a difference. It's just like how you... But Texas accents and Louisiana accents are two very different things. So like Nakadesh is like they're the very like French like like Louisiana. Like, like, you know, like water boy. (laughs) I don't think we have listeners in French in France. We were just looking at that. Yeah. Um, Do the French not have podcasts? I don't know. Maybe Mm. they don't. You would say that you would think that they would be the most into sex and relationships. Yeah, I mean, we have listeners in Iraq, for fuck's sakes. Like, we have so many <laughs> listeners. We had a Pakistan listener this week, so shout out to our yeah. little lone Pakistani listener. Plus, we, we just hit 60,000 listens. Oh, what? 60,000. So 60,000 cool. people have listened to our bullshit, Beth. Do you believe that? I mean, literally, <laughs> we have like thousands of people a month just listening to our nonsense. It's crazy. It's so it's so nuts. It's so crazy. <laughs> like, literally thousands of you. So God bless you all. I mean, yeah, if you believe absolutely. in that sort of thing. But beer crack for the listeners. Beer crack for all of you. For real. You guys are awesome. But anyway... No matter how you pronounce the words, no matter where you are from, uh, the Romans, which Brian just found out was in Italy as of our last episode. Turns out Romans are actually Italians. If you did not know that Romans were Italians, like Brian did, uh, their origins of kissing included political, sexual, and social categories of kissing. That's kind of badass, though. Like, I mean, we're we're right now we're going through the um, debates and whatnot, the political debates. I don't get into any of that. I am um, way too into it. It's like taking over my life. But if they just like had a makeout session, like who's the best kisser? Go. I might I might get more into politics. Like Liz Warren, easy. <laughs> She's like a passionate kisser, but like. She thinks about you first. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, wait, was that not a real question? No, it was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. People who um, judge seems like he's kissing who is ever kissing his butthole first. Mm. That's not a gay joke. That's like he is in it for the corporate greed. 
Bernie, he's got 84-year-old lips. He's going to die any minute. Yeah. (laughs) It makes me very nervous to put him in charge of the country when physiologically he could die any second. But I do love the man. Um, Also legalize it. And anyway, we will... (laughs) At the end of the day, Liz Warren, best kisser, guaranteed. Okay, fair. Yeah. We'll go with that. So... um... In Rome, Italy, In Rome, Italy. <laughs> um, men of equal standing would kiss each other on the cheek to show respect. Which you see a lot of today. You do. In like those cultures, like in Italy especially. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, I mean, even in the... It's not in Greece, like, right. Right, yeah. We don't Maybe know how in the Greece... Greece. Maybe, Maybe in Greece. Greece, but Rome is not in the... Greece, just for the record. We don't know how the, 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 the Greek... <laughs> Uh, kiss but uh yeah you see it today like in the in the mobster movies you know oh yeah the, um there's a lot of kissing going on kiss of death yeah yeah and it's a it's a it's a sign of uh respect yeah um also romantic kissing was common in Abby. rome italy <laughs> <laughs> and so you've come such a long way <laughs> i'm learning Edu, edu, what did we call it? Edutainment. Edutainment. It is edutainment <laughs> that we are delivering. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Also, slaves had to kiss the hand of their master. I have heard of that or seen yeah. it. Like, I feel like I was feel like I've almost seen that more in like medieval shit, though, like Game yeah, of like, Thrones type shit. Yeah, where like you kiss the the king's ring or something. Kiss the like ring, that. bitch. Right. I've seen it a lot in Patriots football where (laughs) people try to talk shit to Bill Belichick and then like people booing him at the Super Bowl. And then he was just like, kiss the rings, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, in the medieval world, which was largely illiterate, you have to keep that in mind, which is Mm -hmm. interesting. People would sign documents with an X because they didn't know how to write their own name. So that's like where you, you know, like I know I've seen like the generic like X signing, but Mm -hmm. it's, but they would do that and then they would kiss it, which is where you get the term sealed with a kiss. Gotcha. So it's it's not necessarily this like romantic thing. No, like they would kiss it because like. You are sealing the deal with a kiss. Yeah. How about that? Very interesting. So many facts about kissing. I just really was like, this is. This is another really fun episode to like research because I was like, I feel like I am like the more you know, <laughs> <laughs> the star in the rainbow. Yeah, yeah, mm. it was very NBC moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Also, the purpose of this close contact included bonding, grooming, smelling, and communicating, all of which helped to build a relationship built on trust. I yeah. feel like that's that's a good point. I mean, if you're trusting your mouth to someone. Yeah. Like, I hate going to the dentist because I can't fucking stand having my mouth be touched. Right. But see, if you were to kiss your dentist first, you might feel a little more trustworthy of this person. Well, like, if full on, if the, like, if the hygienist is good looking, I feel, like, more comfortable with her, like, getting in there and, like, doing work. But if it's like an ugly person, I'm just like, nope, I'm coming back and I'm setting a different appointment. <laughs> so, I mean, but that's the thing. Do, do you feel like maybe um, 
your likelihood to kiss somebody allows it makes you more comfortable when they're doing dental work inside your mouth. No, I feel like okay, my mouth fair. is my money maker. <laughs> gotcha. It is. I'm a comedian. I'm a podcaster. Like my mouth is my money maker. So I feel like weird about other people getting all up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unless it's a good dick, then by all means, <laughs> get up in there. Just kidding, but not really. Um, no, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about oversharing before we started recording. I know, <laughs> I know. And it's like, oh my God, okay, <laughs> just stop oversharing. <laughs> this is what this podcast is about, is helping you all to be like, yeah, that's me too, girl. <laughs> and, yeah, and that's the thing, because like, you know, I feel like if we can be comfortable with it, and you know, we don't, we're not ashamed of... Most right. of the stuff. And it just says um, there should not be shame behind any of this. Like, talk no. about it. Like, that's, it sh- we should be openly discussing this stuff. And that's what helps prevent it from being like, you know, societally shamed or whatever is to mm-hmm. just openly talk about this stuff. It's funny. It's hilarious. We all deal with it. Yeah, but don't tell your dates mm-hmm. about your previous dates. <gasps> yeah. That's an overshare. That's an overshare for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, like maybe don't go into a date talking about like your last day, your date yeah, last night. No. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Especially the kissing part. Don't no. kiss and tell in general. Fair. Like notice how Brian and I have made through this whole episode almost uh let's see, where are we at now? How far? Uh thirty three minutes without yeah. mentioning a single person we've ever kissed. Yep. Cause you don't kiss and tell. Nope. But humans also do it just because it feels good. Damn right. Human lips and tongue are a full of nerve endings that are connected to the brain's pleasure center. Mm-hmm. So that at the end of the day, that is really the major reason why we do it, regardless of all that other stuff that, like, you know, historically or uh biologically and all that stuff like really like it just feels good and the reason it feels good is because human lips and tongue are full of nerve endings that connect to the pleasure centers so yeah with with that being said i thought it was important to go into what happens to us like physiologically when we kiss i like it yeah so there's part do oh that sees someone outside uh-oh. <laughs> I also have the window open, so I apologize if the creek is like. Well, I have my windows open, too. It's 50 degrees in Kansas City, which is like a fucking heat wave. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's I, super nice I, out here, too. Like, yeah, it's, like, I, I it's don't about know. 60 here. I don't know if you could hear the woman like yelling at her kids. So I apologize if that shows up. But so, yeah, it's about 60 here in Waynesville. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, what happens to us when we kiss? What does our people's? Happen? Yeah, since we've got all the uh, sensitive nerve endings and all that stuff cr- connected straight to our brains, our pupils dilate, our heart rate increases, and our cheeks flush. I am the worst, like Chuck cheeks flusher. Okay. I'm like dead giveaway when I'm like like someone or. Oh, especially if they're a good kisser. Yeah, they also say that like that's why women wear makeup. Why we, mm-hmm. we wear blush and why we wear lipstick because it's like um, it's like a we're a physiologically atoned to like uh, 
know that cheeks flushing and lips flushing is like sexual readiness. Gotcha. Isn't that interesting? That is. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, I kind of always wondered why, and they call it blush, right? Mm-hmm. For the cheeks. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I always wondered why why women wear makeup. Obviously, it makes them look a little bit more physically appealing. But That's why when I wear lipstick, it is whore red and whore red alone. Atta girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I just yeah. happen to look good in whore red. <laughs> so, you know, it's fine. So kissing also Taylor also, Hearn looks great and horrible. Yeah, she posted a picture the other day and it was like Taylor Hearn, you better stop it. You better quit looking <laughs> so pretty in that horrible. Right. <laughs> yeah. <You> cut that <laughs> out. Straight up. We love Taylor Hearn. I wonder how many episodes we actually mentioned Taylor Hearn. That would be a great trivia episode. It would. I'm okay. sure it's. I'm sure it's seventy five percent. It is so many. <laughs> <laughs> we love her so much. And why? Because she releases the feel-good chemicals in our brain, just like kissing does. Yep. Yeah. So uh, kissing triggers the release of all the feel-good chemicals, including dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And dopamine and oxytocin both promote bonding and attachment feelings in human beings. Yeah. So when you're kissing someone, you naturally feel that bonding and attachment because of the increase in those two chemicals that it creates in your body. All good things. That was burp number two, by the way. All right. I'll, I'll drink to that. Yeah. Mm. <coughs> also, um, kissing reduces stress, reduces the stress hormone cortisol. Which? So. Yeah, it's not only for good stress management, but cortisol is what causes fat in your belly. So we're not obese. We just have a lack of kissing going on. We just need more kissing. We just need more smooching. More smooches. (laughs) Smooching is good for your body. Yeah. That's interesting. And when we we share saliva during a kiss... Mm-hmm. Swap and You're spit. S- swap and spit, which sounds <laughs> gross. But it has testosterone in it, which increases our sex drive. Wait, is yeah. that the yin and yang that we were talking about in Taoism? Oh, it could be. Holy shit. Maybe it's just testosterone this whole time. Hmm. But anyway, Science. testosterone does increase <laughs> our sex drive. And there is, when you're swapping it, you're literally passing it in between people while you're kissing. Should we take a break and uh, talk about what else you could be swapping while kissing or no? We'll get to that. Okay. There's a very brief. There's a very brief uh, talk about it at the end. Okay. Let's let's finish the good stuff. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. There's more good stuff you exchange. Yeah. So um, when you make contact with another person's pheromones, um, that actually helps us to determine their genetic compatibility for creating offspring. What? Yep. So the pheromones that you produce, that it's like you can't really smell it, but your body does smell it without smelling it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like you are, it's like something that your body, it's chemicals that your body puts off that make you attracted to another person. Yeah. And it's kind of like the best way it's been able to be described historically is like smell 
but really, like, you can't really smell it. It's just a chemical that we know exists that our bodies put off mm-hmm. that we don't really know 100% how our other the, another person responds to it yet. But it is, like, in a weird way, the way that our body determines our genetic compatibility for offspring. Interesting. So, according to the European Society of Human Genetics, the more different two people's genetic makeup is, particularly their immune system, the more they may find each other sexually attractive. Opposites attract. Exactly. exactly. Holy shit. Yeah. So, like, oh, that me, is the next point, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you're fine. Like, that's perfect that you brought that up that way because, like, oh, wait a minute, is this why I'm attracted to assholes? Because they're just the opposite of me. No, I'm an asshole, too. It's fine. Um, but, like, yeah, isn't that crazy? So, like, it there's is like crazy. literally scientific evidence that says that opposites really do attract, and that's like. It's like a survival mechanism in humans that separates us from other animals that like your immune system, like you might be attracted to people whose immune system is different than yours. Interesting. So that your offspring will have the most likely chance of succeeding. So cool. So you sometimes you don't even like, you know how you're like, I don't know why I'm attracted to this person. Mm-hmm. Like I had an economics professor in college. <laughs> That I was like, I had the weirdest hots for, and I was like, I don't understand why I want to fuck this guy so much. Yeah. But that is like why that happens, why you have that unexplainable attraction to somebody else sometimes. It's because they're so opposite from you. That is so cool. Crazy, huh? Yeah. And that your body knows it without you knowing it. Right. It's like your brain and your body is so smart. Like, that's why you have to just listen to it. I like I'm it. I'm like a big person just listening to my body. Like if my body tells me I need to stay home and sleep all day, I stay home and sleep all day. <laughs> I mean, it never sounds like a bad idea. Anyway. I mean, it never sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> but like, but then also like when my body is like, let's get up and go take the dog for a walk. I listen to it. I get up and go take the dog for a walk. Like I listen to what my body is telling me all the time. And I like to think that I'm pretty healthy and young looking. And like that is why is because I... Literally just listen to what my body tells me to all the time. It knows more than I do. God, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. So it, it's so like fascinating that your body just takes care of yourself without you even knowing it. It really you know, is. Like, I mean, do you ever get like a craving for a weird food that you haven't had in a while? Or, yes. You know, I, or I always get like, like a weird craving yeah. for fish. And they say that that's because my body is lacking Yeah, magnesium. like iron or, yeah, yeah, magnesium or, yeah, definitely. I mean, I get cravings for nachos a lot, but I'm not really <laughs> sure what the science is behind that. Yeah. Maybe it's like lacking calcium and all the cheese, which is not true at all because I eat cheese all the time. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah. But, but yeah, they say like, okay, like, um, I hate bananas, uh-huh. But, like, sometimes I will just, like, want a banana, and that's because it has, like, so much potassium. Right. Yeah, you know, you've had those, like, um, when your calf locks up while you're <gasps> sleeping. Yes. They said that that's horse. a lack of, yeah, that's a lack of potassium, and you need to you need to eat a banana. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. So you got to listen right. to your body. Absolutely. Let's get back to smooching. Yes. So, um... Kissing evolved 
to fill three essential human needs. They are sex drive, romantic love, and attachment. Yeah. All good things. Yeah. And like, you know, sex drive is the need for procreation, obviously. Romantic love, I don't really know what the physiological need behind it is. But they did say that like attachment is one of those things that um, we develop like physiologically because like it is a survival mechanism because... Mm-hmm. You know, realistically, like, and this is in nature in every species, like, obviously, it's more, um, a species is going to be more, like, likely to succeed if it has, like, two things taking care of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm not saying, like, all relationships are healthy, but if a child has two parents versus one parent, yeah, the odds are going to go skyrocketing that it's going to be a successful like just in terms of survival in the very most basic terms of survival two people going to get you food two people finding you shelter two people like you know are going to be better than one so our bodies are attuned to like want attachments for the survival of the species Now, in today's day and age where relationships are very complicated and human beings are very complicated, is attachment the best thing necessarily? No, obviously, because a million reasons, you know. Right. But attachment is built into us for that very basic survival instinct because at the most very basic survival level, two things are more capable of taking care of uh, offspring than one. Well, it's interesting, and I'm glad you brought that up because it seems like, I mean, we always hear about millennials and whatnot, but maybe since we've done a pretty good job at surviving, we don't have to hunt for our food anymore. We can go to the grocery store to get food. Maybe that attachment is kind of like, I mean, it's number three. Yeah, it's it's not necessary at all. Like, right. And maybe that's why relationships aren't lasting. Maybe that's why people don't want to get in relationships. Or maybe that's why you can get into more than one relationship at the same time and have it be successful. Fair. That's a good point. Because maybe your body still longs for attachment, but maybe it doesn't necessarily just have to be with one person for the survival of your offspring. Because maybe you don't want offspring. Or where's the bad idea in having like, yeah, two are better than one, but maybe three is better than two. Bingo. Ah, did we stumble upon something? Brian, sometimes I we surprise even me. <laughs> <laughs> Rome is Honestly, in Italy. Rome, Rome. <laughs> is in Italy, and maybe attachment is no longer. Maybe it's no longer a necessity. Maybe it's just there for fun. Maybe we've, we've evolved past that point to where we don't have to just romantically wow. attach ourselves to one thir- thing or person. Yep. All right. Are you ready for the downside? It's probably good well. thing you're cracking that beer breath. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is the... But, uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we had a little bit of that with the uh, mouth feeding. Oh, the mouth um, feeding was gross. Yes. Uh, 100% true. But also, <laughs> during kissing, we exchanged... Some 80 million bacteria. That is insane. That is so much. You're not just swapping spit, you are swapping 
literal millions of cooties, almost trillions. Eighty oh million my. is almost a trillion cooties. Almost. Might however, as well be. however, 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 the good news is the upside that I found to this is shaking hands, just shaking hands with someone. That's a good old business exchange of uh, sure. Okay, meeting someone for the first time exchanges some one hundred and twenty-four million. Goodness. Which is why many European cultures kiss on the cheek instead of shaking hands. Because back in the good old days of the plague and all of that shit, you weren't trying to shake hands with nobody because that might kill you. <laughs> right. It is true, though. It's dead ass yeah. true. So people started kissing each other because it was less dangerous. That's insane. Isn't that nice? It, it, it's always funny to me, like... <clears throat> You know, you know, after you use the bathroom, what are you supposed to do? What do Wash you your hands do? and no You're one does to... it. But why aren't we washing our hands before we use the bathroom? Right. What says that my dick is dirtier than my hands? I always use the, you know, the things that they give you to like the toilet paper layer fort things that they yeah. put. Uh-huh. It's like a, you know, it's like a sheet that you put on top of a public toilet. I use that. Mm-hmm. To flush the toilet. Yeah, fair. Yeah, of course. And that's yeah. the thing. You have to flush the toilet and then wash your hands. And then you have to touch the door handle that nobody right. washed their fucking hands. And then every time I've ever been to a Walmart in history, some bitch just like walks <laughs> straight out, just like coast right on out of there without washing her hands. And I'm like, oh, now I have to touch that door handle that you just touch your own shit. I've been to a couple of bars here in Kansas City, and I think this is the new wave of washing your hands after using the bathroom. There is no new way. It is the old way only. No, here it is. So, like, there are no sinks in the bathroom. There are no sinks in the bathroom. However, after you leave the bathroom. Wait a minute. 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 There are no no sinks. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. No sinks in the bathroom. However... Once you leave the bathroom, the men and women, like the the different um, bathrooms, they come together to a sink where you are like publicly shamed to wash your fucking hands. You've already no. touched that door handle. Why not? Fucking no. No, you, you now you're being publicly shamed to wash your fucking hands. You've already touched the door handle that... The person before uh, that you've got to touch after you wash your hands, you're already through that part. the The sink is on the outside of the bathrooms. Okay. I think it's genius. I okay. think it's genius. Okay. Okay, I see that. I like it, but I don't know why we don't wash <sighs> our hands before we touch our private parts. If if you if you transmit 124 million. You just touch that same door handle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. That same door handle that all them people just touched. Why are we not washing our hands before we touch ourselves? Ugh, yuck. Why is it like, oh, your penis is so dirty, you have to wash it afterwards? No. Or or your vagina is so dirty, you wash it afterwards. Oh, mine's not. (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. But if I go poo-poo, yeah, I should wash my hands. According to this. Your hands have 124 million pieces of bacteria on it. And right. you're just, yeah. 
So just just, don't ever shake anyone's hand ever again. Nope. Just kiss them next time. Kiss them on the cheek like the Europeans do. It's much sexier anyway. Yep. Maybe you'll release some feel good chemicals and fulfill your needs for if you're not if you're if you're not used to that, if you're not used to that, how can you be a better kisser, Brian? What are some tips you can offer our audience if you're not a pro kisser? Like me, you, Zach Slusher, Ray Porter, <laughs> Lou Moon, Tori Garcia. <laughs> All as expert kissers. Expert professional kissers. But if you're not a pro kisser, what can you do to be a better kisser? Well, um, first thing you can do is to be prepared, be prepared that you might kiss. Yes. Brush your teeth. Skip the garlic. Maybe take it easy on the whiskey. No, whiskey would probably cap them germs like big time. Fair. Maybe not smoke a cigarette before you kiss somebody. If they're not a smoker, yeah. Yeah. And apply chapstick liberally. Yes. All good things. Get them lips ready. Brush your chompers. Yeah, even if you're a bad kisser, if you have bad breath. The first boy I ever kissed, Brian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My first kiss ever. Oh, my God. His name was Jean Burkos. <laughs> Is that and an overshare? It's not an overshare. He will never okay. hear this, I promise. <laughs> Whoa! The first guy I ever had sex with was John Grosso. The first guy I ever kissed was Jean Burkos. Weird. Okay. Oh. Anyway, maybe that's why I steered clear of John's and went to the Michaels, and then I had seven <laughs> boyfriends named Michael. True story. True story. So I don't date Michaels or Johns anymore, I guess. Um, Anyway, the point is, his breath tasted like hot garbage. (laughs) Right. Doesn't matter how good of a kisser. And I remember my first kiss being like, that was the worst fucking experience ever. His breath tasted like hot garbage. This is bullshit. He didn't even have food in his mouth for me to search for. Oh, I just couldn't. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah, if you have if you have bad breath, I mean, surely you can smell it just like everyone else smells it, right? And he was like the take, hot shit back then. Take care of it. He was no, and then it was so disappointing because I thought he was hot shit, and then I kissed him, and I was like, his breath tastes like hot garbage. I thank God it was like the time before texting and everything, and I was just like, well, just never gonna talk to him again. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh. Keep your dental hygiene on point. Also, always have consent, which with a kiss can be complicated because when it comes to sex, sex is a little, there's a little bit more going on that can like imply consent. She's taking her clothes off. You're taking her clothes off. You're rubbing on boobies. She's rubbing on dicks. Okay. There's like, but with a kiss, it's like the, you're like, uh-oh, does she want me to kiss her or does she not? It's a little scary. How do right. I make sure that I have consent? And I've got to tell you, like, being a man, I think most women want the man to make the first move. And I like that number one is ask mm-hmm. if you can kiss them. But sometimes that seems a little lame. It seems dorky, but it's not. Like, if a guy was yeah. like, can I kiss you? I would be like, that's fucking chivalrous as hell. Okay. My pants might actually shimmy their own way off if a dude was like, can I kiss you? I would be like, uh, yes. But also, it's fair. Yeah. 
And it's 2020, so I mean... Right. Like, yeah. it, asking is, like, the most 2020 thing you can do. That's hot. Okay. Oh, you talked about that with um, Avocado. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was like, yeah, can I kiss you? Like, he was like, oh, yeah. Jason Acevedo. Acevedo? Uh-huh. He oh his new production company by the way is Acevedo Productions. I was like I love it. Also he's going on tour, so go back and listen to Chivalry, Racism, and Glenn Danzig with <laughs> Jason Acevedo. Okay, so um, but uh, yeah, he talked about how he just like asked, "Can I take you out on a date? Can I kiss you?" Like. It's so, like, girls are so not used to that, that, like, literally, like I said, it is like a panty dropper if you ask. Like, yes. Gotcha. Yes, you can. And while you're at it, have at everything else. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Also ask for that, too. But no. uh, But leaning in is another way. Like, when you do the lean in, and if someone doesn't lean in, you know. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So the lean in is like the easiest way. Like asking is like, oh, well, and that's number one easiest way to find out. Leaning in, she might still be nervous too. She might not realize you're leaning in. And so just easing into it, like just, you know, if you're not sure, ask, lean in, ease into it. Ale, that's the A-L-E. Just remember ale. ale. Yeah, As in a okay. pale ale. Ask, lean in, ease into it. That's your, uh, what do you call it? What do they call that when you have like a... Acronym? Acronym, yeah. Okay. That that totally makes up for you my Rome Italy thing. <laughs> <laughs> I read your mind and got it right. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else can you do to be a better kisser? So use proper judgment when it comes to PDA. Oh, God, please. Yeah. Um, one a personal story. One of the girls that I dated for a little while that you actually liked, uh, I got the Beth seal of approval. That's hard and, to get. Yeah. Um, I tried to kiss her. Like, we went out to dinner. We had drinks. We were having a great time. Walked her out to her car. Tried to kiss her in the parking lot. She was like, no, I'm not making out in a parking lot. Love that. Uh, right? I was right about her, whoever she was. You were right about it. Well, you were wrong, but I was in wrong. that okay. instant, in that instance. She ended up being right. wrong, not me. Well, I mean, she had higher standards than making out in a fucking parking lot. And after I thought about it, it's kind of like, yeah, what a shitty thing for me to do to try to make out with this girl in a parking lot. Okay, I was walking the dog today at like 11 a.m. down Main Street of Waynesville. Mm-hmm. And this couple is walking next to each other, literally, and almost run into me and my dog. And I'm like, okay, if you want to kiss your girlfriend, just stop and put it aside. But I swear to God, if you run into <laughs> me and my dog walking because you are having some fucking Katherine Heigl and Seth Rogen moment, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> You're making me yeah, so sick. I- You're making everyone else on the street sick. Right. Stop it. Right. So, I mean, the whole PDA thing, there's there's a spectrum with it. Some people are okay with making out in bars. Some people are not okay with their first kiss being in a parking lot. Right. 
take that into consideration. Booyah. Also, keep your mouth relaxed. Do not shove your tongue down anyone's throat like a mother desperately trying to feed her child. (laughs) Right. We don't feed each other with our mouths anymore. Gerber is a thing. Mm -mm. None of us were raised that way. No one is a baby bird. No one wants their face eaten off. Right. Stop with the tongue spear. Be done with that. It is a licking motion, yes? Yes. Yes, it is not a thrusting motion. Stop that bullshit right now. Right. <laughs> Ugh, just the aggressive kissing in general, like when someone's too like fast about it or anything, it just yeah. like, makes me fucking gag. It's so gross. No, it is, it's a licking motion. It's not a flicking motion. It's no. not a spear motion. Also with that, on top of that, I would like to say... I'm going to add my own little bit, but like, learn how to follow direction. Like, if you, yeah. the best kissers are the ones who just kind of like follow you. It's like a dance, yes? Yes. Yes, yeah. Brian. Hey. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> it is I've a never dance. never clapped for anything you've said before. <laughs> but yes, it is a fucking dance. Like, yes, go off of like, Right. If they're doing, if they're moving right, you move left. Like, right. Vice versa. Like, if their mouth is closed, your mouth should be closed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, that is the easiest. It's so weird. Like, when someone's like off rhythm with you kissing, it's just like, oh my God, please stop. Please just stop. Right. Yeah. Done. Stop it. No. You know very quickly whether or not the rhythm is there. And then when it's not, then they start eating your face. And it's just so gross and weird. Hmm. Yeah. Please don't do that. Yeah. So cues that you can see, like, to whether or not that's happening is, like, use your hands as guides. Like, you know, if she puts her arm around your neck, like, she wants to kiss you. Like, get in there. Like, make a hot kiss. Like, if you put your hand around her waist, like, yeah, that's, like, coming in for, like, a hot kiss. Like. Also, yeah, and also, you know, we had the whole, um, I forget what we renamed the episode, but the verbal, the nonverbal cues. the Nonverbal um, communication is what we call it. Yeah. Um, That's my favorite episode. (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, if they look at your eyes and they look at your lips... I don't want to say that that's consent, but that's that's a good sign to, like, give it a shot. Yeah, that's the, that's the time. It's the to... leaning in. It's the easing into it. It's yeah, right. like the hand around the neck, the hand around the my neck, my back. <laughs> oh no, wait! You put my we'll hand up on my hip when I did. Oh. You did, we did. Like that's yeah. that's definitely a throwback from the nonverbal communication episode. Yeah, absolutely. Pay attention to those. Do we need merch with the hand up on my hip when I did? We did. We did. Right. That's the that's the song. That's the you, you got to follow cues. Yes, you got to follow yes. cues. Also, close your fucking eyes. Oh don't my make, god, close your eyes. Close your eyes. <laughs> don't make weird eye contact. That oh! is the weirdest thing when like the kiss comes to an end I and you open it. I screamed in a while, but ah! <laughs> <laughs> I even screamed in the better part of 60 episodes. Okay. <laughs> That weird eye contact but that is strange. There is nothing worse than opening your eyes and just like, someone's oh, staring God. at you. <laughs> <It's> 
<laughs> and you can feel that. You can feel them staring at I you the whole entire time. I can feel the lasers time. through my eyeballs. Like my, oh. they're co- it's coming right through my eyelids, through my mascara, which I spent a lot of money on. <laughs> I don't appreciate you melting it off of my face that way. <laughs> don't do it. Don't. Please don't. No. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> no. The only acceptable eye contact is when it goes further than that. Then we're back to like, okay, now we're taking clothes off. Now we need to see what's happening. During a kiss, eyes closed. Keep them closed. Keep them closed. Keep them closed. Yep. There's, you're not missing anything. I promise that there's nothing in your environment going on that you have to keep your eyes open for. That close I, to one another's <laughs> eyes. I promise. Oh, God. I promise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that is the worst thing for me. <laughs> I hate it so much. Okay. Um, also, take a break from the lips. If you're making out. There is, mm-hmm. like, nothing sweeter than, like, a guy kissing your cheek or your forehead. The neck is my weak spot. Yeah. If you start going in the neck, it's over with. My clothes shimmy their own way off. It's not okay. <laughs> ear. The neck and the ear are probably like, y- you uh, You know, like, I, I agree with you. Yeah, take a break. But also the other two, like, that may be an easing in point, like a, a innocent kiss on the cheek or the forehead. Yeah. Um, that Absolutely. may be a good... A good nose? easing in part. Like a nose is a cute kiss, too. If you do it sure. right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even a nice little peck on the mouth. Like, yeah. that's all good easing in. Once you're making out, yeah. The Try ki- the neck. Try the, the ear. The kiss goodbye in happens. the morning is a good little kiss on the lips, like, too. Like, that's just a yeah. couple, like, and then beat it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like the Beth Frontex school of get out of my house. <laughs> get out of my house. I got to go back to sleep the for dog. the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, it's, me and the dog got sleeping to do. <laughs> right. Give me a smooch. Get out of here. Give me like, a couple little kisses on the lips and you got to go. <laughs> so the last bit, bit of advice that we have for you uh, is if you're going to bite, do it softly. Just nibble. I nibble. I hate, I hate when somebody bites my lower lip. I fucking hate it. Or like my nipples um, too hard or like, ugh, no. Biting. We're not there yet, Beth. We're still on first base. I know, but I'm just saying <laughs> like any biting is just like, okay, that is. Unless somebody tells you bite it harder. Yeah, be, don't. Be gentle. Do it softly. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The, the ear, the neck. uh, There is nothing more seventh grade than a hickey. Do not suck somebody's fucking neck off. No, you're not. This isn't true blood. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a vampire. This isn't New Orleans, unless you're a New Orleans listener, which you're not because we've checked. Okay. (laughs) We have more listeners in Pakistan than New Orleans. Yeah. Figure that out. I don't know. But But anyway. Yeah. Do it softly. Nibble. Nibble. Yeah. Okay. Well. That was smooching. That was kissing. That was kissing. I feel like we did kissing justice. And I feel like I'm glad we waited a long time to do that episode. Yeah. Once again, it's like, yeah, we... Every time we do an episode, you know, we're, we're on like 73 at this point, And it's yeah. like, why didn't we do this earlier? How have we, we not we, done this yet? Well, because we kissing is kissing? like a phenomenon in our little friends culture. So we had to do it justice. 
So I had to be ready to do like real solid, great research on it, which I feel like we did. I feel like that was a yeah. really solid episode. I'm proud of it. Me too. I'm proud of you for all of your like revelations lately. You have made up for not knowing that Rome was in Italy so I mean, hard lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling the pressure of like making up for it. And I feel like I have. So I, I'm, you should I'm, fuck I'm, up I'm, more often. <laughs> yeah. Rome is in Italy. I get it. It's We're fine. On. We all get it. <laughs> we're going to kiss. We're going to seal that with a kiss. Yes. The Rome, Italy. We're going to do a kiss dance. Yes. Yeah. Proud of you, Bri. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you have any shout outs this week? Um, no, I don't. Okay. I have number one shout out. The Smoky Mountain Dog Bakery. Mm. which you can go to SmokyMountainDog.com. It is Small Business Saturday while recording this episode, even though it won't be, it will be Wednesday when you hear this. But Small Business Saturday is important. And Dutch and I walked all the way, it's probably about a mile and a half, to Smoky Mountain Dog Bakery. They, it, I have never seen that dog more happy in his little life. Oh. He is such a sweet boy. They just, he had like, there was just like a box of tennis balls on the floor and he was just like, and we bought a new lamb chop, three cookies and a rawhide. And they gave him a free cookie because it was Small Business Saturday. Oh. So you should go to their site, SmokyMountainDog.com and buy their stuff. I'm sure they will send it to you. Um, also, this will be the Wednesday before... The premiere show for Western Carolina Comedy. Oh, hell yeah. How excited are you? So pumped. I'm freaking pumped. <laughs> it's going to be so awesome. Thursday is the first show. It will be at the Gem at Bujum Brewing at 8 p.m. on Thursday, February 27th. The amazing Brad Sativa. Brad just headlined at Zany's in Nashville. I saw that. Like, I his know. picture's on the wall now. I that know. is so cool. Like, he's too good for this show now. I struck all the iron with that. I was like, Brad, you got to come do this show. Now he's about to be too famous to do it. So it's pretty exciting. Mm. But no, that'll be exciting. He's bringing the amazing Eddie Ortiz. And also opening up are the awesome, awesome, awesome uh, Clinton Ricks and Rowan Young from uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Then... Come next month, I have secured Lance Adams from Knoxville, as well as Jake Hendrick from Knoxville, who will be featuring, and Jess Cooley, my new friend from Asheville, for the March show. So it will be an awesome, awesome show. And April will be the lovely and talented Patrick Cunningham from Macon, Georgia, headlining. And in May will be our good friend Reed Pegram. So do not miss all these great shows. Follow Western Carolina Comedy on all of your favorite social medias. I would highly recommend Facebook, though, because <laughs> it's the one I'm the best at. So, yeah. Or follow the gem at Brew Jim Brewing, who is our lovely host of a wonderful, amazing venue. So, And then March 31st, Come see me open up for Eddie Pepitone and JT Haversat in Knoxville, Tennessee. And that is courtesy of the lovely and talented Beth Tompkins of uh, True Grit Comedy in Knoxville. So 
That'll be fun. That will be so uh, much fun. It's funny that you brought up the uh, social media. I just recently got back onto our Twitter, and Twitter is fucking boring. Twitter I, is so stupid. I don't understand it. <laughs> when did I send you the password for Twitter? It was like two days ago. I'm already done with it. I Fuck know. Twitter. And I had just changed it because I was like, well, I'm going to try and be better at it. And then I was like, no, this is stupid. I don't understand how it works. And it's dumb. I don't want to just read all day. Right. I want to troll people's comments. That's it. That is it. Um, and put up memes and laugh at memes. Right. However, I mean, I don't know if maybe that's what got us our listens for our last episode. It's been a while since we posted, and I did post the link for the new episode. So maybe that's part of it. I don't but know. It's so stupid. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. If you listen on Twitter, let us know. Please. We'll keep posting, we, I promise. We need a reason to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all I got. That's it for me. All right. Well, take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies.